Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast today. My guest is Mercedes Burroughs. She is the founder and owner of Saunders Swim. How are you doing today, Mercedes? I am so good. Thank you so much, Brad, for having me on your show. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm just as excited to have you here. Thank you so much for agreeing to be part of the Empowerography community and come on here with me and share a bit about your story and your journey. I appreciate you. I appreciate that you do this. This is awesome. So let's jump right in. So you are an entrepreneur and the founder slash owner of Saunders Swim. What inspired you to start your entrepreneurial journey? So I always knew that I wanted to have my own business. Back in high school, I used to think, why contribute to somebody else's dream when you could Mm -hmm. be working towards your own? Mm -hmm. And my mom was a single mom growing up. So I always said, don't worry, mom, like I'll retire you. I'm going to take care (laughs) of you. I promise. (laughs) So that was definitely, and through my work experience, having bosses that I just didn't quite see eye to eye on and Uh work environments that I didn't quite see myself fitting into really well, I would, I thought it'd be better for me to make my own and be that boss that I so desperately wanted to have. And yeah. And here we are. (laughs) And here we are. (laughs) What uh, you went to school for marketing, what inspired you to go for marketing? And did the idea for Saunders Swim come as a result of studying marketing? Or was the idea for the company born before the marketing studies began? So when I got out of high school, I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do. I took public relations and then I took a year of psychology to kind of get to know sales better. At the time, I wanted to go into real estate, but through my year of psychology at Laurentian, I really wasn't enjoying it and I wasn't in a good space mentally either. So my best friend said, well, I'm going to George Brown. I'm moving to Toronto. You should look at the courses there. And as soon as I read the marketing course, I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. This will teach me how to market myself as a real estate agent. I'm not, I'm not there, obviously. Uh I'm not, I chose a different path, but Sonder came about After I was done, pretty much in my last semester, I was starting to get my feet wet with some dropshipping businesses, Uh and I really wanted to do a swimwear line, but with dropshipping, the only products that I could find were either extra small to large or extra large to 5XL. And it was really important for me not to have a plus size section in my store. I didn't want there to be, for lack of a better term, like a regular section and then a plus size. And I wanted my people to be able to shop everything, whether you're an extra small or a 3XL. Uh 
So that came about afterwards, but definitely my marketing background helped me develop into this person and okay. develop into this role of an entrepreneur. <laughs> so how long ago did you actually start Sonder Swim? So I started it back in December of wow. 2020. Okay. So about seven months ago, uh-huh. I love bikinis. I love the beach and I love to travel. And when the Ontario government was saying, you know, you're, you might only be allowed to leave for essential travel. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I need to make a reason for <laughs> essential travel. And, and I needed, I had just gone through a breakup. So I needed something to kind of get my mind off of that. Uh-huh. And I threw myself into this and it's just been the best best thing I could have done. Amazing. How did you come up with a name for the company? So I was looking through a website. I was just looking through unique words and Sonder came up and the definition of Sonder is the realization that everybody's living a life as complex as their own. And yeah. I thought, wow, it really made me just take a second and take it all in. And I thought maybe if everybody knew that definition, maybe that if everybody knew that, that feeling that everybody is going through a life with all of their own trials and tribulations and problems, that maybe people wouldn't be so mean to each other, or so quick to judge each other and would see something so much deeper than just what we see outside on surface level. So I, uh, I loved it so much. I bought saunderswim.com, the domain, right then and there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Now, you say that your brand is the most size-inclusive biodegradable swimwear brand in the world. Where were, were these two features of your brand non-negotiable for you, like part of the plan from the very beginning? Biodegradable, no. Okay. I'll be honest. I've not always been the most green, cautious person. Uh-huh. But I'm learning and I'm really lucky to have found this incredible material. It feels so amazing on your skin. And it really wasn't even the material that sold me. It was the supplier and the manufacturer. It's a team of all women from Brazil. They're part of the fashion revolution movement. So they all get paid fair wages. They work livable hours. Biodegradable was just another awesome feature of it but size inclusive definitely I don't want to be a brand that's only out there for people living in smaller bodies I and we need more brands out there that cater to more people clothing is an essential basic right and I didn't want to be one of those brands that add to the problem of people not being able to go out and find a bathing suit in their size I love that that's an amazing part of your mission thank you what is your five-year plan for Saunders Swim? Like, where do you envision the company in five years? Oh man, I'll be turning <laughs> <laughs> I'll be turning thirty in five years, so I'm I'm excited to see where I am and where the brand is. I hope that we'll have I, I plan to have worked with some absolutely incredible women and men. I would really love to do some self love retreats. I would love to have a podcast of our own going, and I really hope that in five years I'll have challenge the industry to become more size inclusive and to represent more to have more representation in their models that we will be seeing changes not only in my own personal brand but in other brands as well I would love a few deals with some big department stores (laughs) (laughs) and some fun pop-ups but but really I in five years I'll have hope 
that we would have already made a difference to this world and are just growing and growing on that momentum. I love that goal. And I'm sure you'll get there as long as you stay focused and, and keep pursuing it. I'm sure you'll get there. Thank you so much. Now, you also say that you want to change the standards of beauty for women and change the way people treat others through your brand. Why is this mission so personally important to you? Did this journey or mission begin with your own personal struggles? Yeah, absolutely. Changing the standards just needs to happen. And there's some really amazing people working for it right now, but it needs to be a conversation that more people have, and there needs to be more education surrounding our outdated and our racist and our unrealistic expectations of beauty that people are literally killing themselves trying to achieve. Um, From a young age, I learned the value of looking like a social norm or the consequence of not looking like that social norm. And I'd really love to change what those norms are to include everybody and find beauty in the uniqueness of all of us, because maybe people wouldn't be, you know, so darn mean. (laughs) And maybe comments wouldn't hurt so bad when they're about something you can't change, like your appearance. Mm-hmm. You Can you talk to us a bit about your personal journey and struggles? Yeah, absolutely. My dad left when I was a baby, so I had a pretty distorted sense of self-worth growing up. Throw in bullying, what we saw on TV, and the weight of other people's opinions on top of that. It made me a pretty depressed teenager who kind of felt like she had no purpose and no sense of self and no worth. And by 19, I was in the hospital a few times trying to take my own life. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but it gets better. (laughs) And then when I was going through that, that time of my life, I read a book called Mindset is Everything by a friend of mine, Connor LaRock, and everything started to change for me. It was all about how you have the power to control your mind and you have the power to control your outcomes. And I moved from my hometown. I left most of the opinions of the people there behind and just set out to have an incredible experience and really find who I was and what my purpose was. And Toronto, I was so anonymous that I could focus on me Uh and not what everybody thought about me, which really helped me to stop caring what people thought about me, even in general. And it helped me prioritize what I wanted. It introduced me to such incredible people. So it all worked out in the end. (laughs) Amazing. Well, I'm happy to hear that. That's great. So would you say then that reading that book was your pivotal moment then? That that kind of changed the direction of things and shifting your mindset and, and changing how you viewed yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He had a part in there. He was talking about the study of the people who spoke to plants and the plants that were given love and given respect and given praises, they grew and they blossomed were the plants that you spoke down to and you said you hated them and those plants wilted and died. And that was literally what I was doing to myself. Uh I was, and through my negative self-talk and, and through that, it taught me like, you can change your brain. You don't have to be stuck in this cycle of hating yourself if you want to love yourself you can do that there's work that comes with it but that had I never read that book honestly I don't even know if I would be here yeah you have to you have to be willing to do the work and I mean that all that self-talk that negative self-talk and self-limiting beliefs 
I mean, it, it's bad enough that we have to deal with the external noise and bullshit from other people, but the the internal is the worst part of it because we are so incredibly mean to ourselves and hard on ourselves more than anyone else is, I think. Yeah, absolutely. A friend of mine told me that you just if you start doing things like that, being negative with your self-talk, just ask yourself, would I speak this way to any friend? Would I talk this way to a good friend? And that will help center or set you back and say, wait a minute, what am I doing? And I've heard that and I've applied that in my life. And I've been like, whoa, you would <laughs> never say that to exactly. your best friend. You need to have some grace and some yes. kindness for yourself. For sure. So how would you say these experiences then help shape the Mercedes you are today, do you think? I would have never learned the value of being different or how powerful my brain is or how I'm able to make my life whatever I want it to be. None of who I am now would be here without pretty much breaking down to nothing and rebuilding myself into the person that I wanted to be. I love that analogy, breaking down the old you, rebuilding yourself. That's amazing. Now, you're obviously a huge advocate of self-love and body positivity, women's empowerment. Can you speak a bit about what those things mean to you on a personal level? Yeah, absolutely. I am still in my early process of self-love, but right now to me, that means acceptance. It means grace. It means forgiveness, empathizing with myself like I would do for someone else. And it also means doing things for myself, like taking myself on dates, giving myself time when I need it, saying no to friends because I'm exhausted and I just need to sleep or to sit in my bed and read. And body positivity, I'm a big advocate for body positivity. It was rooted in the fat acceptance movement back in the 60s. And fat acceptance is all about treating fat bodies with respect and eliminating fat shaming. It's about acceptance and reclaiming the word fat as a neutral descriptive word. I've seen personally, I've been bullied for my size and uh -huh. I've seen my friends get bullied for their size and I've seen the mental effects of gaining weight on people like my mom. So I want to be a person who helps advocate for that community and helps destigmatize what being fat is. And on the other side, I, I'm also big in body confidence because the body positivity, it wasn't made for me. I'm, I'm a person who's lived in a world of privilege forever. I've always had thin pri privilege, but body confidence is about a person's own acceptance of their body, which has been really, really key for me this year in my self-love journey as well. And women's empowerment, it's, I love women's empowerment because <laughs> it's the power and the confidence to go out and encourage people to do amazing things or you feel like you can go out and do amazing things and I love platforms that do that I love women that do that I love women's empowerment <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts then on the whole media spin that they like I mean body positivity and and women's empowerment and self-love they they seem like they're being used now as buzzwords or the cool words to use because it's the in thing to do do you think that that use of those words in the media and advertising and marketing has kind of taken away the actual power and impact of those words that that were meant through those words do you think that that's that's taken it in a different direction and kind of taken away from their true meaning at all 
I definitely think it's all about how they use it. I know those are huge buzzwords in today's marketing. And for the last five years, I thought body positivity was just being positive about your body because of how I'd seen it used in marketing. And I think it's really important if brands are going to use buzzwords like that, that they provide some education, what those mean, education on the history, education on the movement, instead of just saying, we're a brand that supports body positivity, go out and actually show that by hiring models who are in the body positive space, you know, give your platform out so that you could do education provide true to like true sizing and extended sizing, use a wide representation of models. Don't Photoshop, like aim to Uh educate all of your buyers. So I definitely think that it's all in how it's used. I don't like the companies that use it just as a buzzword because the the movement is real and the movement is so important and it's so important that you don't take away from that just for your profits and the body positivity. It's not a movement that's in right now. It's been around since the sixties and I'm thankful that people are hearing it more, but I, yeah, I definitely think there needs to be that education and that respect given to that movement instead of just using it as another box you can check off on your marketing list. Yeah, well said, well said. So speaking of empowerment, what does that word mean to you? Uh, the process of becoming stronger and more confident. I love it. To date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win? I love my swimwear brand, but back when I was in college, I got to run all of the events for George Brown. I got elected into our student association Uh and I had Post Malone come and do our frosh concert. (laughs) So that was really cool. He was, he had no face tattoos. (laughs) concert. It's actually the day Rockstar came out. So we always joke now it's pre Malone instead of Post Malone. (laughs) I love it. Until Sonder gets really big, that'll probably be my biggest win up to date. (laughs) That's a pretty big accomplishment for sure. How do you define success? What does that word mean to you? Success is honestly ever-changing for me. Sometimes it has to do with targets, but sometimes it has to do with the way that I feel when I've completed something. So it's really, it's definitely a word that ebbs and flows because Uh some days I'm so focused on you know, meeting that quota that I've set for myself. And some days it's just, hey, you got everything done on your list. Like, congratulations. Your your day was so successful. So it kind of all depends what mood I'm in. (laughs) It is is pretty fulfilling when you're able to to check off all the items on your list of things to do that day or that week or whatever the case may be. It's, It's a very fulfilling and satisfying feeling for sure. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it? Well, it's probably that I can become any person that I wanted to be. And my life before learning it, I was in such a dark place and I was so lost. And I don't even, I don't resonate with that person who was there at all. I don't feel like that was me. But it wasn't me because I became me after being that person. And Uh even at, you know, 19, you know, people say you are who you are, but it's not true. You have the power to become whoever your heart desires and do whatever your heart desires. 
Absolutely. I agree with that. You can, as long as you are willing to put in the work and put your mind to it, you can accomplish absolutely anything in this life, anything in this world. The sky is a limit. The possibilities are limitless. It's just, you can do whatever you want. Absolutely. You have to believe in yourself too, though. That's a huge part of that too. And have a good support system in place. Have a cheerleading team with you, behind you that support you and be a cheerleader for others. Absolutely. I would not be who I am today without the people that I've met along my journey and the people who stayed and the people who support me, even when I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> They're like, Marsh, shut up. It's going to work. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. It'll all work out. You have to believe in yourself. Absolutely. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? I always feel like my best self when I'm helping others. That makes me want to go out and do more and want to go out and either find more people or find more ways to help people. Even if it's buying somebody a coffee in Uh, front of me at Tim Hortons or behind me at Tim Hortons, that moment of you care for others and you want to help others, that makes me feel like my best self. Giving back is a pretty incredible feeling, especially when you see the impact you have through what you're doing for others. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? The, my mom always said when I was in high school and I'd go through bullying or I'd go through, you know, friendships change in high school. She would always say, take a little good out of everybody. And it was still something that I use to this day that no matter if it's a lesson or if they're here for a short while or a long time, no matter what it is, you can find some good to take out of the situation or take out of the person and be on your path knowing that there was something good that came out of it. And that would let you dwell, would let me dwell a little bit less on the situation at hand and a little bit more towards the future with this new gift of positivity I had. Yeah, it was just as funny. I was just speaking about that yesterday with a friend of mine about how people come into your life for a reason or a season and some stay and some go, but the ones who go, I mean, they were either there to teach you something or you to teach them something. And then once that's complete, they move on. And then the others are just are there because you have more to learn or more to give or more to share with them. And it's very interesting. I've always given that, that, topic a lot of thought and I find it very very interesting yeah that's that everything happens for a reason it's so cliche but it's so true and and you can really find for most people you can find a reason for that interaction for sure what was a turning point in your life and how did that affect you definitely moving to Toronto I found my voice I found my independence my self-worth I pushed myself past my comfort zone and I I remember when I was leaving Sudbury I was like I'm not going to be depressed anymore I'm going to be this bad bitch in Toronto (laughs) (laughs) and through my five years there you know I kind of feel like I embodied her and I feel like I did Toronto really really well I was so blessed with incredible opportunities I've met the most incredible people who will be in my life for the rest of my life. So without that giant leap of faith and just jumping into the unknown, I would not be where I am with the people I am with the experience that I've had behind me. All part of your journey. I love it. Absolutely. What would you say is one of your biggest 
failures or we'll call it life lessons or teachable moments? And what did you learn from it? So right before I graduated, I worked for a corporate job in Toronto and I love sales and I've always been pretty good at sales, but when I went there, I wasn't succeeding like I normally was. And I was putting up high numbers. I was talking to a lot of people in terms of offers. I was putting up the highest in the office, but nothing was coming back to me. And I was working on a woman in sports campaign. So I cared about it so much because Uh there needs to be more education and awareness and money put into women in sports. And to see that not come about and to see me not succeed in that job in that position one it was really humbling for me because you know you've got you still have work to do girl you're not amazing at everything which is good which is always a good lesson for people to learn but what it really taught me was that that kind of success doesn't affect who I am as a person it doesn't affect how successful I am as a person it doesn't affect what my work ethic is or my sense of self-worth or if I'm good at my job or not. I've always been great at the jobs that I've had. And at the time I was leaving it like crushed that I hadn't made it, Uh but I put out more offers than people had in a year on one campaign, you know? So I know I worked and worked and worked and looking back, I'm like, wow, you, you might've not done it in the way that you wanted just proves how hard of a worker you are and how resilient you are amazing i love that if you could set up a billboard anywhere where would you put it and what would it say I would definitely set up my first billboard. It would be one of the moving billboards at Young and Dundas. And it would be all of my girls in Saunders Swim. And it would say the swim brand that cares more about how you feel than how you look. And it would Love just it. be a fun video of all of us <laughs> laughing. And <laughs> Sounds like a blast. <laughs> That's what I would want it to look like for people looking at it. I want uh-huh. them to go, they look like they're having an amazing time. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it speaks to who, you, what your brand is all about, right? Yeah, absolutely. What was your dream job as a child? I really wanted to be an English teacher. I thought it wow. was so great having summers off. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I wanted to travel with that and go teach English in other countries. As I grew up, my patience for kids kind of got less and less. <laughs> and and thankfully, I'm now in a career where travel will be something that I can do with it. But yeah, growing up, that was that was the goal to be a teacher. Interesting. Okay, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next yeah. group of questions just be one, two, three word answer type thing. Okay. okay. If you were stranded on a deserted island and could only have one item, what would it be? My dog. How would you describe yourself in one word? Empathetic. What's the first thing you notice about a person? Their demeanor. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? There is so much more under the surface. What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? To see Lizzo rocking a Saunders swim bikini. I'll be driving and I'll just have this vision of getting a notification on Instagram and it's Lizzo wearing (laughs) Sonder. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? How people judge others. Entrepreneur life is? Lonely. 
Really? You think so? I sometimes, yeah. It's so much fun when you're doing photo shoots and things like that, mm -hmm. but that is pretty much 1% of it, you know. Yeah when you're ordering your product, when you're shipping it out, when you're making posts on Instagram, when you're making brand covers or reaching out to influencers to see if they want to work with you. Um, I'm not in a position yet where I have a team to do that. Yeah. And it can be really, really isolating and really lonely. What is your favorite stress reducing activity? Golf. Really? Yeah, I just started golfing this year, but I love it. I've never played sports in my life and golf is my sport. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. Well, that concludes our rapid fire section. So now back to our regularly scheduled program. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? Definitely my mom. Like I said, she was a single mom raising us. She wanted to be a hairdresser. She loved talking to people and she loved doing hair. But when my dad left when we were babies, she had me and my brother who was only four months old and I was about a year and a half old. And she went back to school to become a nurse so that she could support the two of us. And she did such an amazing job. We, that's kids with single mom, we got to do everything we wanted to. Drew was at skiing competitions and he was always on the hill. I got to do an exchange in Switzerland in high school. Yeah, she really, really worked so that me and Drew could not feel like we had less because mm. we were missing out on that parent and she's continued to be she just beat well two years ago but she beat breast cancer two years ago wow yeah she's amazing and now she just opened her own bed and breakfast so amazing. i'm actually watching her be an entrepreneur at That's the same awesome. time yeah she's amazing what incredible role model incredible resilience and I think that's amazing. It's beautiful and that you have that role model in your mom. I think it's incredible. I'm very blessed to have her as my mother. What is one of your favorite quotes? The ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do by Steve Jobs. <laughs> Love it. If you could sit down and have a one hour conversation with anyone in the world alive or dead, who would it be and why? Probably Princess Diana. I'm just so curious of the life that she lived. And I'm not really big into the royal family, but my mom loved her. And she was such a philanthropist and wanted to help people so bad that, yeah, I would absolutely love to have an hour conversation with her. And that would be a very interesting one. She was an incredible woman and constantly gave gave back and was all about giving back and community and helping others. Yeah. Yeah. She just seems amazing. What is the most recent investment you've made in yourself? Besides my, my own brand, me and two of my best friends are actually moving to Mexico come October wow. so that we can focus on the brand more and really pump out our next collection there. And it's scary. It's exciting. Mm. But that is for sure. That's the biggest bet I've taken on myself since starting Sonder. Why Mexico? She's one of my girlfriends are Mexican. Okay. So that's, she's got some family there. Her sister's okay. moving there too. And, uh -huh. and we just love Mexico. I've been a couple of times and the atmosphere, the people, everything about it is just so beautiful. And I'm really excited to spend some time there. Oh, very good. On to the next chapter. That's amazing. That's exciting yeah. and inspiring. Thank you. 
What is your personal motto? Probably, again, going back to take a little good out of everybody. I try to think that in all different areas of my life with people who I've known for a long time or a small time with people in my work environment, even people that I meet online. I always try to push for something good to come out of it. And even if nothing good comes out of it, having that mindset that you will see the good that comes out of this eventually is really important in my life. If you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? When my men's line is coming out. Okay. Well, when's your men's line coming out? <laughs> Not for a little bit. I need a team. <laughs> I got to have a team for that. <laughs> I, do, I, I definitely, speaking of women on issues with their body is something that I can somewhat relate to, but speaking to men, I get so lost. I don't know, especially because for men talking about their body image and body issues and the stigmas of the world, it's not something that a lot of people have started to really dive into yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to do that, but I don't want to do that without the proper education and the proper people around me so that we're doing it in a way that's effective and helpful and going to change the world like like I feel like I can do with women. Amazing. How would you like to be remembered? As someone who worked their hardest to make everybody find the love for themselves inside of themselves and their self-worth and to change what we value because a lot of the times we value what's on the outside more than acknowledging and celebrating all of the good and amazing things on the inside and I want to change those standards and make massive brands um, <laughs> include size inclusive clothing and like proper true to size, you know, like yeah. Zara, their size 14 is like an actual size eight. And it just doesn't make any sense that they're an international company like that. And, and so many of the people of the world aren't able to fit into sizes that are dedicated for larger sizes but right. they shrink them down mm -hmm. yeah. so with your swimwear do you the company that you're working with in brazil they manufacture the swimsuits for you or how does that all work for you yep so i send okay. them my designs and mm -hmm. my colors of what i want and then they send everything to me <laughs> if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice what would that piece of advice be just to enjoy the journey and don't rush the process because there's a lot of times in my life where I've missed the present thinking about the future or I wanted to rush the present to get to the future and this is pretty much the first time in my life that I just want to enjoy today for today and to embrace what comes tomorrow and not to have everything planned or to stress that I'm not on time or I'm behind everybody. Live in the present. I love it. Lastly, Mercedes, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? They would sound like, do your best at getting to know yourself and other people. So getting to know the characteristics that you love and you value about yourself and the characteristics that make you feel great about yourself and the things that your friends love about you or that your significant other, or that your family loves about you. And then going out and trying to find those characteristics, not those specific characteristics, but give 
space and time to find characteristics in other people and personalities of other people and how they treat people and and focus more on that rather than what's solely on the outside because what's on the outside I guarantee you is not nearly as interesting as all of the amazing things on the inside awesome that sounds incredible thank you so much for sharing and being here today and sharing your wisdom and your your experiences and you are such an inspiration I think it's incredible the journey you're on and what you've managed to accomplish so far and your your drive and your goals that you have set for yourself I think it's absolutely incredible and so inspiring thank you so much Brad thank you so much for having me on here it's it's honestly such a blessing and so humbling and and an honor to be on here honestly the honor and the pleasure is all mine with I'm just I mean without the incredible women like yourself this platform doesn't even exist so honestly the honor and pleasure is all mine having you here and just your your drive and your inspiration and and all that you've been through and how you've managed to come through it and be so resilient and bounce back and create this business that you've created and the goals you have the vision you have for it is so incredibly inspiring you should be very proud of yourself thank you so much Thank you so very much for being here and sharing your story and journey and welcome to the Empowerography community. It's such a pleasure to have you as a member and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast today. My guest has been Mercedes Burroughs. She is the founder and owner of Saunders Swim. Thank you so much, Mercedes. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you, Brad. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.